New York has freed its citizens from mask prison. And Biden's handing out free crack pipes. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? So we're pulling up an article from Newsweek called Why the Biden Administration Wants to Hand Out Safe Smoking Kits. The Biden administration will provide grant funding to pay for the distribution of safe smoking kits as part of efforts to reduce harm from substance abuse over the next three years. A number of conservative news outlets reported that the administration would fund the distribution of crack pipes for drug users as part of a push to advance racial equality. Ah, of course. Racial equality? <laughs> I mean, isn't that their reasoning for everything? At the end of the day, <laughs> it's one of two things. It's either going to mean that these pipes are going to make sure that different like race minorities are going to be smoking more drugs than white people or it's going to make sure that white people are getting sick quicker than minorities yeah no i see where you're coming from what <laughs> what are we but doing racial equality they were never part of the kit it was in it was inaccurate reporting, White House spokesperson Jen Psaki told reporters. So I read this earlier. When they say they, they mean, like, uh, the crack pipes. It was never part of the kit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what Do they're trying to say. Do we have evidence that, like, for sure that there's... Well, if you look up what a safe smoking kit is, it includes meth pipes, crack pipes. Um, it includes stuff to smoke safely. Oh. Because what <laughs> else would a safe smoking kit be? Damn, they, do they even give you a lighter, too? <laughs> they might. We gotta look into it. Safe smoking kits are one piece of equipment on a list of 20 items the Department of Health and Human Services outlined on the grant application for its harm reduction program. The primary purpose of the program is to reduce the risk of infection among drug users. HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra and Dr. Rahul Gupta from the Office of National Drug Control Policy issued a statement explaining the proposal. HHS and ONDCP are focused on using our resources smartly to reduce harm and save lives. Accordingly, no federal funding will be used directly or through subsequent reimbursement of grantees to put pipes and safe smoking kits. The goal of harm reduction is to save lives. The administration is focused on a comprehensive strategy to stop the spread of drugs and curb addiction including prioritizing the use of proven harm reduction strategies like providing naloxine, fentanyl, test strips, and clean syringes. Clean syringes? You're putting in clean syringes? That's very nice of you guys. Right. As well as taking decisive actions to go after violent criminals who are trafficking illicit drugs like fentanyl across our borders and into our communities. We will continue working to address the addiction and overdose epidemic and ensure that our resources are used in the smartest and most efficient manner. So wouldn't just closing the border solve most of these problems? I mean, I don't know the statistics. Or at um, least enforcing our border right? policies? Yeah, so that these criminals don't come in. It doesn't seem that challenging. Biden makes everything difficult. You love it. Secretary Becerra clarified, no federal funding will be used directly or through subsequent reimbursement of, of grantees to put pipes in safe smoking kits. The subsequent abuse and mental health services, service, and services administration, SAMHSA, 
part of the HHS, a whole bunch of acronyms in this, issued a notice of funding for the 2022 Harm Reduction Program grant on December 8, 2021. Deadline for applications was February 7, 2022, which may explain why it has been the subject of recent reports. So how is it a safe smoking kit? If it's only including... Um, like certain drugs for snorting stuff and injecting yourself with. How is this a safe smoking kit? It's not. <laughs> it's simply not. But um, how do you feel about like, like safe or like legalization of drugs or in like, hey, it's okay to do these things now. Um, there's the common trend in many countries that do that where um, the drug rate, the drug use rate really does go down once you legalize everything for whatever reason. You know, I, th I think we touched on a few different possibilities why that could be before. Um, you know, we said money was one of those reasons. You know, it becomes more expensive once the state has their middleman status. Yeah, because that's what okay. happened to weed. Yeah, that's what's going to happen with any drug that gets legalized. Um, can you imagine your doctor prescribing you cocaine? <laughs> For what, too? Well, there, there have been... It's, For it, focus? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Proven quality focus mechanisms. Okay, it's not like Adderall. It's This, this stuff will get you focused. <laughs> yeah, will get you going. You know, that's why, like, stockbrokers and stuff will do that kind of stuff. Because they got to be quick with the math. they got to understand what they're trading. they got to be able to talk with people properly, understand what they're doing. Just, you know, kind of creepy. Uh, one of the requirements for recipients of grant funding is to purchase equipment and supplies to enhance harm reduction efforts. The application lists 20 examples. These, this in, these include... The safe smoking kit slash supplies that have been the focus of some recent articles regarding crack pipes. Other items on the list were infectious disease testing kits, safe sex kits, including PREP prep resources. resources. Yeah. Is it just prep? Prep That's resources and condoms, syringes to prevent and control the spread of infectious diseases. And screening for infectious diseases. And if you guys don't know, PrEP helps a lot against HIV spreading. Uh, it's like a preventative thing. Oh, yeah. That's just what... Okay, I didn't know that's what they were referring yeah, to. Yeah, it's okay. pretty cool. It's highly recommended. When I went to an AIDS volunteer thing, and a lot of them, a lot of them were gay oh. people too. Okay. So it was like a huge... No, I, when I was awesome. reading this, I thought it was like an agency. But now I, I, okay, I know what prep is. I didn't, okay. <laughs> the grant information does not mention pipes as part of safe smoking kits or specify what those kits should contain or specify what those kits should contain. That was a big talking point where it was like, they don't outright say that, that crack pipes are in it, but they don't say that crack pipes shouldn't be in it. <laughs> Now, now, what I'm thinking of, if it's for safety, like, cleaner stuff, how, what can you catch with a crack pipe? 
like, if you're sharing it with other people. If you're sharing it, then what, do you, what can you catch from that, really? Well, it's pretty much the assumption that other people are dirty, so you should each have your own crap. Okay, yeah, and I think some things could be spread through saliva. No, exactly. Alright. However, pipes can sometimes be included in safe smoking kits, according to the Associated Press. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, it's, it's not outright saying you can't have crack pipes in it. If you don't say that and you're getting safe smoking kits, most will have crack pipes in it. Though the overall purpose of the program is harm reduction and not racial equality, applicants who are granted funding will be expected to develop a behavioral health disparity impact statement no later than 60 days after the funding is awarded. A behavioral health disparity impact statement? So like how you've gotten better? Oh, interesting. Uh... Do you think everybody's going to do that, though? No, but I think this is just another way of Biden trying to become media famous. Yeah, like, it's more like being likable at this point. Like, no, wow, exactly. he's doing something so great. Yeah. It's like, didn't you guys vote for him to get rid of your student loans? But he's not doing that. Instead, he's Defund putting... You know, but instead he... Yeah. Instead he's putting it in drugs. Which I, I understand, I guess, where they're coming from, with the whole everything's just safer, more clean. But I don't know if this is really one of our priorities, when maybe we should, I don't know, close the borders so that we can have less drug inflow. No, it, that does seem like a much easier, simpler yeah. option than well, what we're doing. Oh, well. <laughs> one part of this impact statement is showing the number of people who will be served during the grant period and identify under-resourced populations such as racial, sexual, gender, and ethnic minority groups. Gender minority groups? What's gender minority? I guess men. Oh, you go, men. Because, like, we slightly, you know, are a little bit less than you guys at this point. But yeah, oh, oh, yeah, if we're talking technical, yeah, but I think they talk about who's more oppressed. Oh, of course it's the women that's more yes. oppressed. The, the physical majority is oppressed by the... Yeah, yeah 100% I sense. Got, I got you, I got you. Big sense. Yeah. They're oppressed because those, those single women are oppressed because they can't have the men. That's what it really is. Yep, that's really it. Uh, the priority populations for this program are under underserved communities that are greatly impacted by SVD. The HHS document said and went on to say that underserved communities are defined by Executive Order 13985. And that executive order issued on January 20th, 2021, President Joe Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden, said the federal government should pursue a comprehensive approach to advancing equity for all, including people of color and others who have been historically underserved, marginalized, and adversely affected by persistent poverty and inequality. Yay, back to that equity stuff. <laughs> I had to make sure that I was reading that word correctly, because it really it, does it's very close, difference. but it's very different. Yeah. Uh, 
terrible. Like I think it's stupid. I always think we should give people the same opportunities and not one is more opportunities because we perceive them as less than the other. He's screaming communism for all. Right. Isn't this what Bernie wanted? Like, this is not what he advertised. He, he yeah. seemed more moderate. No. Everybody but should be in charge of how they make their money. Everybody should be in charge of how they get to where they want to be. And I think that's the ultimate beauty of the United States, that we allow people to do that. And if we're going to start dictating based off race, like, we're getting back to different problems. We're getting back to problems that we had in the past that we got over because we understood that it was inhumane, it was immoral, and it wasn't right for what this country is, for what we want this country to be. Right. But now we have to listen to them and have to let them, like, they're brainwashed by these people, and they're voting along with them no matter what, and it's like, well, this is the policy that you're putting out, and you're making everybody completely, like, equal, but that equal is going down and down and down and down and down and down. Yeah. So, like, and we're segregating again. Like, people yeah. don't understand no, exactly. how stupid everything is. Like, really, like, this is literal segregation. Everything in, during BLM and everything, like, there was an area for black people, an area for white people yeah. in Seattle that, you know, when they made in their chess. own community? Yeah. And it's just like, wow, nothing like repeating history. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it, like, oh, it's to make them, and my college even did this, too, where we would have meetings, and there would be meetings just for black people, only black people were allowed, and meetings for only white people and only Asian, it's just like, why don't we all just work together? And I get the whole, oh, we're not as comfortable with the other race. Why? What? What? But that's like, because you don't spend time with them. That's really it. You just need to talk it's, to people. There, Most philosophers say that the best way to get along with people that are dissimilar to you is just spending time with them. Exactly. Relate to them somehow. Exactly. By just, you, can see, you can find things you relate to with them. Exactly. It doesn't have to be about color. No. You know? It, it's, We're all humans at the end of the day. Like, come on. It's so easy to just, like... It, the best way to make society accept one another is to just force society together. Right. <laughs> hey, we gotta all figure it out. You're gonna be here. You're gonna be there. We're all gonna be working together. Right, and we all come from different backgrounds, too, in America. We're all a melting yeah. pot. It's not by it's, switching uh, it's the power. It's beautiful. That it, alone. Yeah. It's not switching the power structure. It's not making sure that this, you know, this person, as long as you're check marking these boxes, you're you should be in power. That's weird. That's not how we should be doing it, things. And right. like a meritocracy is best for everybody, because then at the end of the day, your skills that you can do is going to elevate you to a point to the points that you should be. At. All right. So now we're pulling up at a CBS News article titled, New York's Indoor Mask Mandate for Businesses Will Be Lifted Thursday. The, the entire day. state. Yep. Thank God. The day before we're posting this on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble. <laughs> Heck yeah, you got Rumble set up. And my website. Oh, that's awesome. So check it out wherever you can. You can even listen to this on Spotify in your car if you want. That's cool. <laughs> you do you, my guy. But let's start reading. New York's statewide indoor mask mandate will be lifted when it expires on Thursday. New Yorkers, this is what we've waited for. 
tremendous progress after two long years. We're not done, but this is trending in a very, very good direction, Governor Kathy Hochul announced. Uh. Wednesday. For the last two months, customers and workers have been required to cover their faces or show proof of COVID-19 vaccination in most indoor settings, as CBS New York reports. The change marks a promising shift in the fight against the COVID coronavirus pandemic. New Yorkers did the right thing to get through the winter surge, the uh, winter season of uh, dying. Yeah, clearly. Of death and illness, according to uh, Sir oh, Robin. All dead. And I think we actually had the most people get COVID because of how Don't. much testing we had. Mm -hmm. But the amount of people who died is significantly lower than the original strain. Absolutely. Like, that's just how it works. That's how viruses work. Yeah. So it's just like, we should have been done before Delta. Sorry. <laughs> we can now lift the statewide mask or vaccine requirement for indoor businesses starting tomorrow. Michael said, counties, cities, and businesses can still choose to require masks. I wonder if there are a few counties, cities, or businesses that will start that will still require masks. And I know um, Erie County is pretty strict with the mask mandate, and some towns are actually uh, seceding from Erie County. I didn't even know they can do that. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we should look into I think that one though. of them is Williamsville. Really? Yeah, like all the way up, like that whole side is like ready to go. Where are I they mean, the go? further you get away from Buffalo, the more red you become. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. The governor said she's not yet ready to end the mask mandate for schools. In the meantime, schools will send test kits home with students heading into their upcoming break. State health officials will continue to monitor the situation and revisit the question in early March. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention still recommends masking in schools, regardless of vaccination status. Oh, wow. That's, that's a joke. I'm fully confident that will be that it will be safe to have kids take off masks in school, particularly at schools with high vaccination rates. Dr. Megan Rainey of Brown University of Public Health said, My worry is that we're not quite there yet. Even after the indoor mask mandate is lifted, everyone must still wear masks on public transit. Okay, so it's kind of lifted. Yeah. Except for schools and travel and you know schools with the population that is least likely to get affected by this virus and we have to still mask them up even though it's really important for kids to see people's faces what do i know i know nothing like this is just what is this at least it's something it's a step in the right direction but the, i feel like they're just giving us crumbs no that's exactly, that's what, it exactly is. what it is it's their they love the power. They're thankful that they have it, and they're and holding on to it comes for out. your life. Yeah. They're holding on to it for as long as they possibly can. And uh, I'm hearing a lot of things that the reason why things are opening up again, finally, it should have been a while ago, but the reason why it is now is because of midterms. That's what a lot of people are saying. I'm not sure. I mean, the, that's not really something well, we, we can that. really No, it, it's prove, very... but it's pretty evident. They waited until January of last year to start reopening places. And now midterms are coming up, and they're reopening states and stuff and removing mask mandates. Why do you think... Don't you think that Kathy Hockle likes her position and wants to stay in that position? Yeah. 
So now she has to lift the mask mandate. Yep. Like, it, it's... It's just doing whatever she has to do for... People to like her. That's yeah. really what it is at this point. Like, when will people wake up? Well, but then again... Like, this is what politicians do, man. Hold on, hold on. I want to say this, though. She did finally listen to her con- constituents. Finally lifted the mask mandate. She's, like... It's annoying that it's coming this late. Yeah, I don't... Eh. At least it's not I don't really California, want to defend her. Though. Yeah, that's true. At least they're not you still know, going like, full press with it. Like, there is good about it. At least she's actually doing it, but... No matter what her motives are, at least she's doing it. But it's yep. like... To still worry about kids is just irrational. Did you see the picture of Stacey Abrams? No. Jesus. I gotta show you this. Oh, yeah, this? Look at this. Oh, my God. How sick. I was watching Tim Pool's show last night. He had uh, MTG on. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She nice. straight up said... Again? Yeah. Nice. She straight up said, This is an obese woman. The most high risk. She went there, but it's true. Yeah. In front of all of these kids who are masked. And she doesn't have a mask on. Oh, it's to protect her. Yeah. Clearly. What the... What are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. People should wear the mask to protect themselves. Like, seriously, if they really feel the need. Yeah. Wear it if you want. But don't force other people to wear it. Stop. Especially Stop kids. Yeah. Like, sorry. They need to see faces. Stop with the and they don't even comply again. anyway. They'll no. take it off to exactly. breathe. <laughs> take it off to get you snot know. out of their right. freaking face mask. Exactly, it's so inefficient. It, like it's it hilarious. would be better if she was the only one wearing one. Mm-hmm. Really, because kids are going to spread shit regardless. And this is what we've been saying since the start: you protect the at-risk people. You stop the at-risk people from possibly spreading. Okay, that's what you do. It's so simple. It is so, it is so, so simple. simple. This is what we've been doing, but the past two years is completely different from what we've been doing. Yeah. And we tried this um, exact thing that we're doing now in 1918, and it didn't mm-hmm. friggin' work. And they realized, oh, go outside. Yeah. Mingle with people. Like, just, if you're feeling sick, stay home. Or do preventative yeah. actions that helps you get over sickness. Yeah. So it's like, that's how easy it is. I just... I'm just looking at this. I want to point out these two girls in particular who just have the face max covering like 60 to 70% of their faces. Yep. Look at this. Look at how they're growing up. Yeah, and there's actually evidence that shows that they're getting less oxygen with those masks. Yeah. But like, look at this. Look at this kid who's got like, this is what he's, this is what he is to people. (laughs) He's a slit of eyes. Yeah, it's literally like, like this. You, you're telling me that doesn't have some effect on these kids as well? Right, and, and their comfort levels, too. And just just growing. Because like, I don't know about you, I felt extremely claustrophobic with it on. Now, yeah. I already have it claustrophobia, but it's like, to work with that... I wear a KN95 at work. Wow. It's five layers. That, that should That's stick. five layers? It's comfy, though. Not gonna lie. Is it comfy, like, around here? It's comfy everywhere, because it's five layers of just cloth. Wow. But it's like, 
And then could you imagine if he had glasses, it'd be fogging up like fucking mad. But I don't think it would really fog up, because this one, like, forms your face. Oh, it, like, really... Okay, so it's one of those, like, wired... Where... But it's, it's like, a wire that's got a few cotton swabs over it, so it, like, doesn't, like, oh, hurt your nose, which okay. is nice. okay, that is nice. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, like, press down onto your nose. It's... That's good. But, like, it stays there, and you don't worry about it. it it's actually a really nice mask. My... Now, are you going to have to keep um, wearing it now that the mandate's over? Well... To be honest, I haven't really needed to wear it necessarily, but I work with 70-year-olds, and, like, I don't want to get them sick. So, like, if I'm talking to them, I'll usually, like, just wear a mask. But if I'm in, like, regular area, like, I won't. And recently I've been, like, dialing down from doing that anyway. So, yeah. like, I probably won't even start wearing the mask anymore unless I'm going, like, I'll go, if I'm going out to see the public, like, if I got to put... Do something yeah, you outside. do it thinking about other people. No, which exactly. Is nice, but you're a Republican, therefore, or close to it, therefore, you're a horrible person. I am a Republican through and through. <laughs> not close to it. <laughs> Teenage superstar Eileen Gu stuns America with defection to China. A Victoria's Secret model in face of the 2022 Winter Olympics has struck a major blow for China in its political war with the United States. So. We're going to go into a few athletes that defected from the United States to compete for China in their Uyghur Games. In their, uh, their version of the Holocaust Games. Wonderful. She could be America's next Olympic darling. A stunning 18-year-old skier who signed with Victoria's Secret and plans to attend Stanford University after she buys for gold in Beijing. But Eileen Gu won't be competing for the U.S. Instead, in a move that's baffled members of the American skiing community, San Francisco-born and bred Gu has joined Team China. I have decided <laughs> to compete for China in the 2022 Winter Olympics, Gu announced in a 2019 tweet months after she earned her first World Cup win in Italy at 15. Wow, she is so incredibly young and talented. Very young. Wow. The opportunity to help inspire millions of young people where my mom was born during the 2022 Beijing Olympic Winter Games is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to help promote the sport I love. Why in China? Why you gotta do it there? The New York Post reports others in the sport are questioning why Gu, an ultra-athletic free skier and favorite to claim as many as three gold medals when the games begin this week, would side with the host nation, which is accused of abusing human rights and engaging in unfair yeah, trade policy. exactly! Like, what the heck? Why do you... Why are you claiming citizenship there? Why do you... Why? Sounds like a great place to live. Look Does at your the mom genocide of Muslims. You only support China if you have money. You only like because I can guarantee you that right. this. Right. I mean, look girl at John Cena. He had to apologize. Yeah. In Chinese. <laughs> uh, and you know LeBron James, if he knew anything about Chinese, he'd be apologizing in Chinese as much as possible as well. I mean, why? Who wouldn't? Did you see that rock clip? Yeah. Uh, Yo. <laughs> the Rock knows Chinese. Yeah, he sure does. Uh, the New York Post. 
Post reports others in the... Oh, wait. The Beijing snow showpiece has been described as the most politicized games in recent memory, with Australia and the United States leading a diplomatic boycott. We covered the diplomatic boycott a few weeks ago. Yeah. That was a pretty cool episode. Australia confirmed in December it will not send a diplomatic delegation to the games, a move that continues to incense China, according to reports. The boycott surrounds widespread human rights abuses by China and what the United States sees as a genocide against the Muslim Uyghur minority in Xinjiang. In Xinjiang. So that's in quotes, genocide. It is a genocide, guys. Right. <laughs> like... They're forcing these Uyghur Muslims to have their bodies cut up and be human harvested so that way their own citizens can survive and these Muslims who don't belong in their country can die. You're going to call Donald Trump a racist but then sell out to China. And but then let get, China do this all the time. Didn't they get rid of um, Catholic or Christianity? Probably. Religion is not a thing. That, yeah. yeah no, like China, they, religion is not a thing that's allowed yeah, in China. Like you're you, not allowed. you worship dear leader. Wow. You worship Xi. Wow. So, like, that's their god, basically. Yeah. It's like a Stalin thing. Great. It's one of many reasons Gu's decision caught the U.S. off guard and leaves her as a major political weapon in the frosty relationship between two superpower countries. It is not my place to judge, but Eileen is from California, not from China. In her decision to ski for China, seems opportunistic. Chen Hudek, a former Winter X Games gold medalist for the USA women's team, told the New York Post. Yeah. Uh, what what opportunities would she be getting there? Money. Just money? Yeah. You don't think the CCP's like, hey, if you compete for us, we'll give you X and X and X and whatever. We'll make sure that your family's, you know... Ooh. This or that. She became the athlete she is because she grew up in the United States where she had access to premier training grounds and coaching that, as a female, she might not have had in China. No, she wouldn't have. I think she would be a different skier if she grew up in China. Wow. Do they really have that sexist, like, non-opportunity? They had a one-child policy for a while, and that one-child policy usually meant the woman, usually meant the girl was killed. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was ended, though. Yeah. It end, but like, like, when? Do you... Like, raised, early like, 2000? Like, early 2010s, I think. Wow, it's that recent? I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Oh, then they're far from equality at that point. If that just... 2015? Yeah, I knew it was recent. Holy crap! That's not even ten years ago. Like, it's... It's about seven. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you think okay, that... You think yeah, their sexism no. is gone? You think no. that they're just... Oh, yeah, everything's cool now. Oh, my God. No. That's insane. She wouldn't have had... She would, probably wouldn't have survived in China. Right. She probably would not be alive. Yeah, given that she's 18, that was, what, 2001 when she was born? 2002, well, something 18, like that? I'm 22. Yeah, so she was probably born in the early 2000s, so that's like still around the time. Like 2003, 2004. Yeah. So. 
wild. <laughs> that makes me sad, added Hudik, who retired in 2014 after knee injuries derailed her career and has since co-founded Escopod, Escopod Trailers. It would be nice to see the medals going to America. Gu, a U.S. citizen, made her decision with input from her Chinese mother, Yan, an outspoken tiger mom, and an American father who keeps a low prof profile, said one of her former coaches. All roads to Eileen go through Yan, said Mike Hart Hanley, head of school at Wyas Mountain Academy in Oregon, a training facility for Olympic skiers such as Nick Gopher and Alex Bailu. I don't know. Jan is very pleasant, but one of the most intense human beings I've ever met in my life. She smiles and tells you how great you are, but then you find out after, after the fact what the, request, what the requests are. She loves her daughter and wants her daughter to get priority. So, I think a good question would be, like, why did her mom leave China? That's a good question. Yeah. Like, maybe consider why they left, why she left. That's why I always ask people uh, when they've immigrated in the... Immigrated? Yeah, here. Emigrated. Yeah, something like that. But um, I have this friend that's from uh, Samarkand in... Um, it starts with a U. Uzbekistan. There we go. And um, I asked him, like, why he wants to live here, and he's like, he can't make a living where he lives. Like, yeah. he works here to make money for there. Yeah. Because they no, do exactly. travel back. And that's it's just his, like, that's that's crazy. When working right? at grocery stores, that's what people do. And, like, I would, I would used to work at the customer service desk, and I would send Western unions. Do you know what, what you know what Western unions? Yeah. Okay. For anybody that doesn't know what Western unions are, it's a way to send money for, to different places, different countries, whatever, for your family or whatever you need. You can also get money orders. Um, but... I would do money orders for people that work there. Not money orders, but like, I would send money for their families, and it's like $600 here is like a shit ton of money there. When I would do like the conversions, when I would like do the math and be like, wait a minute, this ultimately means a ton of money there. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, hmm, that's pretty cool. <laughs> right. You know, so that's, that. it definitely is something that a lot of people do, where it's like the one person that can immigrate here will and then transfer money back home so right they have better opportunities here yeah uh, brands <laughs> clamor over golden girl there could be an economic incentive too she's the golden star for the country with the fastest growing economy Hanley said she can be the tony hawk of winter sports in china the fastest growing economy that's crashing and burning right now okay Gu is not the first american to cross from west to east Figure skaters Beverly Zhu and Ashley Lin were both born in the U.S. and now compete for China, but neither is at Gu's level in their sport. Most people compete for other countries because they can't make the American team, Hudik said. Gu's talent is undeniable. In November, at the Steamboat Free Ski Big Air competition, she's become the first woman to pull off a tricky stunt that once seemed impossible for females to execute, a 1440 double court. She shot up a ramp and into the sky, then completed four 360-degree rotations before landing flat on her skis. A blown-away NBC announcer gushed that Goo absolutely stopped the field. Free skiing blends the gravity-defying acrobatics of snowboarding with the challenges of alpine racing. 
The event features the kind of tricks, jumps, and obstacles often seen in skateboarding competitions. So something you'd expect from somebody in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely an amazing athlete and just... Right. Somebody you wish was competing for us. Exactly. She is the gold medal favorite, said Hudik, noting that Gu will compete in three events in Beijing. Big air, half pipe, and slope style. I don't think anyone is at her level. I can see her getting medals in all three events this year. In America, Goo's sponsors include Red Bull, Cadillac, the Apple and Beats by Dre Headphones, and Victoria's Secret, where she was announced as one of their new fa- one of the new faces of the brand last year. So she was announced as one of the brands, one of the faces of the brand of Victoria's Secret. But we read that in 2019 she announced that she would be competing for China. Which means that all of these companies are still willing to sponsor her, even though she's competing for China. Even though she's not representing wow. America. Hmm, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. These aren't all, I guess, these companies would all rather invest in China. That's pretty much what that says. Yeah, that's basically what it says. I know Apple's definitely there. Look at that. Yeah. In the pages of Harper's Bazaar, Goo modeled the lingerie brand's activewear in an image that showed her flying through the air. She was also on the cover of iconic fashion magazine Vogue in 2021. But those big names are dwarfed by the deals being made in China, where the national broadcaster CCTV has described Gu as the perfect child next door. Others in China have dubbed her the Snow Princess. She's already on. <laughs> so far, she's inked more than 20 endorsement deals in her adopted homeland. Signing with companies such as the Bank of China, China Mobile, and milk company Mengnu. She is also the spokesperson for Luckin Coffee, the Starbucks of China, according to Campaign Asia. Oh, this girl is definitely. She sold set. out. Yeah, she that, sold that's out. That's what this was. A single endorsement deal with the skier costs about $2.5 million. Wow. She sent 20. What? Yeah. She got paid. And more than 20. Wow, imagine. Former Olympic broadcast, volleyball broadcaster and publicist Jeff Ruffalo, who, was ex- who has extensive experience working at sports events in China, told the Washington Post, Gu-, Gu can have the same impact as China's first NBA star, Yao Ming, who became a 2.29 meter tall cult hero. I believe it's like he was like seven seven. Oh my god. Or seven six four. Because we don't keep track of two point two nine meters. She's That's going still meters though. <laughs> she's going to be as big as Yao Ming was. I don't think necessarily as big as Yao Ming. <laughs> you know, height wise and <laughs> Yeah. She looked pretty small to me. Yeah, she she did. But um yeah, she's going to be a massive athlete, and annoying that she's going to be with China. Right. When the Olympics start, Gu's biggest challenger could be France's big air specialist, Tess Ledeau, who last week executed four and a half rotations for a 1620 double cork during an X Games competition. So didn't she beat, or was it just the 1440 specifically that was hard to do? I don't know. I don't even know that new record planted a seed of doubt among some goo watchers. <laughs> goo watchers. <laughs> goo. 
In a video that went viral on China's equivalent of TikTok, a poster suggested Chinese fans, let's not put too much pressure on Gu. Unaccustomed to doubters, Gu replied to her fans, why don't you have more faith in me? Ooh. Ouch. Gu's success stems from her dedication, said Peter Olenek, who coached Gu at a Red Bull training camp. She has a ton of talent and a passion for the sport, but in the end, it is her work ethic, he told the New York Post. She's the first one at training and the last to leave. She competes in multiple events, then she goes home to run and train. This is unusual. Being fearless also helps. She came up with the mentality of following guys around and doing tricks that they do. Elijah Tater told the athletic, the athletic director at Y-East, Y-East Mountain Academy told the Post, she's used to crashing and that is tricky for she is she's used to crashing and that is tricky for women. A couple summers ago on Mount Hood, Eileen clipped the deck and got a very bad concussion. That took her out for a week. It's an injury that can make people fearful. Not Eileen. She gets past the fear. Her intelligence is also obvious, Olenek said. Gu notched a nearly perfect 1580 SAT score, speaks fluent Mandarin, and has already been accepted to Stanford. Wow. Amazing. Oh. Good job, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. It must be nice to have, like, a really good support system to be able to focus on that. Millions really? and millions of dollars, and then getting $50 million in endorsement deals really easy. Right, but don't you know she's half Asian that makes her obviously a minority, and therefore she's oppressed? Ah. Skiing isn't her only sport. While attending a private school in the Bay Area on America's West Coast, Goo became an elite runner. Of course she did. Of course. Why not? She was one of the top long-distance... What long else distance is this girl, dude? <laughs> She was one of the top long-distance runners in California, but Gu ultimately focused on free skiing because of her mother. Yan saw her daughter take up downhill skiing at the age of three and was concerned about how fast she was whooshing down the slopes. Hoping to temper her speed, Yan enrolled her, in, her daughter in freestyle lessons, not realizing the sport involves even more risks and greater danger than standard alpine ski racing. <laughs> but Gu three took, years old. Oof. But Gu took to it all. She focused on winning events, and Yan served as her biggest booster, according to Hanley. Yan is not going to back down, he said. These sports are very expensive, so many of the Americans ask for favors. Yan was willing to pay, which is very rare in the action sports industry. She paid for coaching and travel. So, yes, had a massive support system, had a ton of money, apparently. Because my sister did skating for a while, and that was expensive. Yeah. And, like, my parents were just like, you're not taking this serious enough. Like, we're done. Right. I did Taekwondo, but then, like, my parents uh, had to focus on college. Well, my mom had to focus on college, so I couldn't go anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's, like, those kind of things. These sports, unless you're doing it through the school, they're expensive. Um, meanwhile, in China, Gu will be supported by the government, said a former X Games athlete who has not to be identified. The amount of money and the amount of support she gets from China will be so much higher than what she would get in America. You know, that's honestly a good point, in some senses. Cause that's true, but it's just her yet again being bought out. Yeah, I was going to say, she's just going to be a trade piece at that point. She's like The only reason China cares is because they stole 
her from the United States. Right. Like, they wouldn't care about her. They wouldn't... Like, what other... What Chinese female athletes can you name? I don't even know any athletes, so that's kind of bad, but... Okay. I can't really name any Chinese you can't, female athletes. Which says a lot. <laughs> like, they're not... They wouldn't emphasize you if you weren't some political piece. Yeah. Just... That is how it is. Two years after that World Cup victory in Italy, Gu became the first Chinese athlete to win gold in the X Games and the first with a top medal for the Super Pipe, even in January 2021. And now it's on to Beijing to compete for China. It's a a decision that to Hanley seems practical and pragmatic, just like every decision she makes. So she's one out of three people that did the exact same thing. Yeah. Wow. We had three defectors who's in the hockey uh, hockey team. Has this happened before? Yeah, I'm sure it's happened many times. But three at a time like that? It, it's I can't t- I can't be certain, but it it's just it's big news because it's like this is surprising. Yeah, you wouldn't really expect people to jump ship. But I mean, it's kind of like the writing's been on the wall for a while. We've known that. America's been down for quite some time, so it kind of makes sense that this is what's going on. Yeah, I'm not surprised, and we're a laughing joke yeah. to China and Russia. Absolutely. That's like, what we are now. We're not very feared by anybody at this point, and it's it's very sad. It's yeah. disappointing that we have Because people depend on us for yeah. helping with freedom. A ton of stuff. People depend on us, exactly, for uh, providing military help, for providing weapons, provide a lot of country weapons. Ah, terrible. But just, we gotta be better as a country. We gotta make sure that people want to compete for us, that athletes want to represent us. I think we're gonna start getting better, like, I think with this red wave, too, that I think is gonna happen. Yeah. I think a lot of people are waking up and realizing, like, hey, because there was a, I don't know if I can say this on YouTube, but there's a lot of vaccine injuries. Yes, no? Okay. Um, so there's a lot of vaccine injuries with COVID, and a lot of people said, I did the right thing, and this is what happened, and now all the mandates are done and over with. Why is this happening? To it's me? like, why is this? Why? Why am I getting like, hurt? Why, why did I, I do this? Yeah. If I if I wasn't even at risk. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people are saying that and coming oh, out on exactly. TikTok. They're getting removed. And it's But I follow a place where they can safely keep their stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's on Telegram too. It's like vaccine injuries, mm-hmm. and it's really upsetting. There's thousands yeah. of people yeah. affected, and it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's better than death. But it's like, they might not even have died. But we knew this would happen. Right. We knew at one point they would realize that they were lied to by the government and that the government just kept saying, hey, this is going to help you. This is going to help you. You need to do this. We need to do this in order to help be secure and safe and this and that. And we knew it was bullshit. You should have had your own choices. You should have been able to make your own decisions. And... Now right, you're and like forcing. I'm okay with businesses and schools doing their own mandates to keep people safe. That's what they've been yeah. doing. But what I'm saying is, state, county, country and mandates. Try, trying to do yeah, trying to like, do a federal mandate on every worker on all 
get vaccinated or you have to test like what mm -hmm. twice a week or every week and it's not covered by insurance anymore and healthcare workers still must get vaccinated right and be, like which i understand that but at the same time i don't agree with it i think people I, should I, still if you're a medical choose. expert i think you should have your own freedom to choose right i think so too but it's just not how it is. It's it's no. never been. When I had to volunteer at a nursing home, I had to get like all sorts of shots, even the flu shot. I had to be updated. Yeah. And so it's just like it's been a thing, but I never agreed with it because it's like why? And I know that they're working with vulnerable people, but it's mm -hmm. like vaccines only do so much. Mm-hmm. Really, clearly and if you we've honestly, seen this. And if you had COVID or if you have. Whatever, for whatever reason, if you feel that you should not have a COVID shot as a nurse, I think that you should be given that option. Right. You know, it kind of makes sense that a nurse... And now they have to be boosted or they have to get fired. It's just like, no, the boosts are meant for people who are immunocompromised. Yeah. Like, why, are, why is this required now? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, no, it's why are we forcing people to just... Right, but now they're waking up. Now they're yeah. waking up because they're like, oh, this isn't right. Something's wrong. Yeah. No. It's disgusting. It's let people so make their I own think decisions. We've got a lot of yeah. work. Yeah. We've got a lot of work to do before our country gets better, in my opinion. We do. But I think we're heading towards the right direction because I think people are waking up. Yeah. And I hope that you guys head towards the right direction and click that like and subscribe button down below. We'll catch you guys next week. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? <laughs>